This call is being recorded. Good morning, Declare Victory. Hey. Good morning. This is Sister Liberty. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Liberty. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Krishanda. I'm your host this morning. Who else has joined the call this morning? Uh, good morning. This is Joyce. Happy Thursday, and God bless everyone. Happy Thursday, Elder Joyce. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, good. Oh, what good a mighty God we serve, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Declare victory. What a mighty God we serve. Who good morning. Good morning. Hi, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. God bless you as well. Good morning. Have a great day. <laughs> you too, love. Good morning. It's a beautiful Susie. morning. Hey, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Time Kim. How are you, everybody? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Time Kim. God bless you. Likewise. Thank you, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. What a mighty God we serve. Marvelous in all his ways. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Who else has joined a call that would like to say good morning? If you're not speaking, can you please put your phone on mute? Good, good morning, morning. JC. Good morning, JC. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Happy Thursday to you as well. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. What a mighty God we serve. Marvelous in all his ways. The new day. Where are all my victors? Good morning. Good morning. Who else has joined the call this morning that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Jr. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Jr. God bless you. Good morning. This is Wanda. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Wanda. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is Moxie. Hey. Good morning, sister. God bless hey. you. Good to hear your sound as well. Happy yes. Thursday. Love all you guys. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Who am I speaking to? Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Happy Thursday. God bless you. God bless you, sir. 
This is an amazing Thursday. God is so awesome. God is so awesome. If you're not speaking, may I ask you to um, put your phones on mute. Is there anyone else that has joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Krishanda. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy, thankful Thursday. Yes, he is our Lord, our Savior. Thank you for your spirit, God. Have a good day. Hallelujah. Good morning. God bless you. What a mighty God we serve. Good morning. Good morning. It's Yvette. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Thursday. God bless you. Good morning. Peace and love. Good morning, peace and love. God bless you. God is so amazing. Mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to be on the line with all our victors this morning. God bless you all. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday. God bless you. So if there's not anyone else that would like to say good morning, um, I'd like to go ahead and get started with the call. Um, And before we move forward, we want to ask you to mute your line so that... um, Excuse me, my throat's a little dry this morning. Mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Krishanda, and I am your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned in for the last week of February, where we, our monthly theme has been entitled Holy Spirit. The declarers will focus on what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement for today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It is impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. PST, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time right here by dialing this same number tonight. Oh, let's see here. Let me double check the app really quickly. I checked before. Let's see. Looks like we don't have any new requests from the app. Pardon me for just a second. Um, we do have uh, one, uh, oh, let's see, a prayer request for Mr. Janet and Christopher um, for their relationships to be restored. 
um, between a mother and son, and I don't have, um, there weren't any other spoken requests. The order of the calls is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Angela, and the declaration will be by, by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be hosted by Sister Angela, and the declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from Matthew 3.16. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lightning, and lighting on him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Sister Angela. Amen. Good morning, family. Happy, wonderful Thursday on this morning. We will prepare to go before the throne of grace this morning, giving God all of the glory that is due to him. And we will be lifting up um, Janet and Christopher on this morning. So if you could please uh, double check, triple check your phone and just make sure it's on mute until we come together in um, corporate praise. That would be great. So, Father, we thank you on this morning. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace. Thank you for your mercy, Father. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you. Father, for covering us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you, Father, that we know and we are certain that you love us without a doubt, God. So we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory and we lift up your name, Father. Your name be lifted up high. Your name be lifted up high on this morning with great thanks and rejoicing and thanksgiving. Father, thank you, God. Thank you for a mind to serve you. Thank you because you are holy. Thank you for being the one and only wise God. Thank you for being a God of justice, the only wise God of justice. We thank you, God, because you love us and you loved us first. Thank you, Father, Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Every heart even now that is giving thanks to you, Father, you can read the heart. You know what's on the heart, God, as we rejoice in you on this morning, God, as we make a noise, a shout for you on this morning, God. Read the hearts, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for eyes to see. Thank you for a mind to praise you. Thank you for a mind to seek you. Thank you for a mind to say good morning to you on this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. We bless you, Father. 
We give you praise on this morning, God. You are God, and there is none like you, God. You are the very breath we breathe, God. You are the blood that runs through our veins, God. There is no us, God, if there is not a you, God. Oh, how great and mighty and wonderful our Savior is. Oh, how magnificent our Savior is. There is nothing that you would not do for us. There is nothing that you haven't already done for us. God, so we say thank you on this morning. So we say praise you on this morning. So we say we worship you on this morning. So we say we cry loud and spare not on this morning. Thanking you. Thanking you for the mind of Christ. Thanking you, thanking you for eyes to see you and ears to hear you. Thank you, thank you, Father, for drawing us near, God. Thank you, God. Thank you on this morning, God. And we give you thanks on this morning, Father. Oh, God, even in advance for Janet and Christopher, oh, God. We thank you for their relationship, God. We thank you for restoration, God. We thank you for honesty, oh, God. We thank you for forgiveness, oh, God. We thank you for honor, oh, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We ask that you go in the bloodline, oh, God and reveal if there be anything that causes division in the family, God, that they can address it, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. You see the request for the restoration, God. Hear the mother's heart, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we call out Christopher now. We call out Janet now. Oh God, have your way, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you and we believe you that it is done, God. We believe you for restoration. We believe you for love, God. We believe you for forgiveness, God. We believe you, sweet Jesus, and we thank you, God. If there be any relationships in any of our lives, God, that are rocky, that are unsettled, God. Oh, God, have your way in our hearts, oh, God. Let us come before you, God. Let us lay down everything, oh, God. Oh, God, Father, that is not like you, that we would come before them, God, and seek forgiveness, God, and honor them, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. So on this morning, God, as we are lifting you up, God, we say we give you honor, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Forgive us for every way that we went left when you told us to go right. Forgive us for disobedience, oh God. Forgive us, Father, for being slowful, God, and not quick to obey, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. So on this morning, Father, as your word comes forth, God, open up our hearts, God, Till the ground of our hearts, God. Let the word come with power, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, touch the declarer this morning. Touch Tanya this morning. God, you've given her a word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, Father, have your way, God, even as she delivers, God. Speak, Lord. Let the word go out, God, and everything that was brown turn green, God. Let the anointing flow, God. Let it flow as your anointing did in Ezekiel along the river banks, God, and everything was turned green, God. As your word comes forth, God, it is to heal. It is to rectify. It is to set up straight. 
It is to edify in the mighty name of Jesus. It is to tear down strongholds. Let strongholds of the mind be torn down this morning. Let strongholds in the heart be torn down this morning by your word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. It is to enlighten. Let our eyes be open, God. Allow us to see spiritually where we haven't seen before, God. Let your word come forth, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we thank you on this morning. Bless your vessel as she declares on this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Let your people, hallelujah, if heads were bowed down, that heads be lifted up, if shoulders were heavy, God, that shoulders be enlightened, God. Oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, if there be any sick among us, God, we declare healing and perfect health. We declare healing and perfect health. We declare healing and perfect health in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. So on this morning, as we come off of mute and we come together to give you praise, thanking you in advance for the working of your word. Thank you, 
Father, we thank you, God, for this morning. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we give you glory. In Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Please remember to double-check and triple-check your phone. And we turn the call over to our declarers, Tanya, on this morning. God bless you. Good morning, everybody. Um, Angie, am I breaking up, or is this, is the sound okay? We can hear you. Yes, it's cool. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, um, Krishanda. Thank you for being our hostess this morning. I just smiled when I heard your voice, and Angie, wow, I I feel so honored that they paired us uh, today to, to pray. Y'all, some of you may not know, but Angie grew up in my dad's church, and Back then, we didn't call them pastors, but I was her youth pastor at the time, along with my husband Carl. So that was a that was a that was a treat. So thank you. Alrighty, um, I just want to invite you to um, check your phones. <laughs> Make sure that you are uh, your mute feature is enabled, so that the call will be. Uh, clear um, so that we won't be subjected to background noise and um, those types and other distractions. So again, check your phone one more time. Um, and for those of you that are new, we want to extend a welcome to you. I know that um, flyers go out on social media and we're telling people about the call constantly. I know I am. I'm hoping that um, one of my my guests is uh, on the call this morning. At any rate, um, just to give you an idea, after I finish sharing what um, I have or what has been given uh, to me by the Holy Spirit, we're going to open the line up again so that we can greet you. And uh, some people call in after we do the greeting, so we're going to open the call up so that we can say our good mornings to one another. And then we'll go into the discussion about the lesson or about the declaration that's given this morning. So that's the order of the call. You're welcome. If you're a first-time caller, if you're first-time or you've never spoken before, we are welcome to – anybody is welcome to participate. Uh, we can't spend a lot of time on one topic, but we have a solution for that. Uh, and if we get to that today, we will definitely address that. But um, we, we do do ask that you would mention your name only because 
we can't see each other. And so it helps us to identify your voice. It helps us to be able to address you. Okay, there we go. Um, I, the Holy Spirit is a an interesting topic. I've been reading information like many of the declarers and many of you um, since we've been uh, talking about this topic all month, the Holy Spirit. Um, I found some interesting things. It reignited some information for me or, or reminded me of some information. I ran across one particular article in uh, Christianity.com. I'm going to share a couple of those things with you today. But the Holy Spirit is, uh, and some of you may know this, so bear with me, um, everybody is not on the same level uh, as far as knowledge about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is one of the persons of the, of the Trinity referred to as God. So when I say the Trinity, that is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They are not three different gods, one God, the same person, but three different personalities. Think of it like this. There is, uh, if you know what an egg is, I'm sure uh, if you're on this call, you've seen an egg, you've tasted an egg, you like eggs or you don't. Uh, eggs are a major staple in in baking. And so there is the egg, there's the outer shell, there is the uh, yolk that is inside the shell, and then there is the egg white. One egg, three parts, or three persons, or three parts of the egg. So if you think of Holy, uh, if you think of, of the Trinity like that, it helps us to better understand. Same thing with water. Um, <clears throat> there is water, but water can be frozen. It can be steamed. So we have ice cubes for our beverages, or we have steam to, you know, uh, clear our sinuses or whatever the case may be, let us know our water is boiling. It's still water. It's H2O. Notice it has three letters to the chemical water, H2O. All right? All right. Um, I want to read a text. I'm not going to read a whole lot of scriptures. I'm going to call some off. Um, a couple of scriptures I am going to, they're, they're lengthy, but at any rate, um, uh, just confirming what I said about Holy Spirit also being called God. Uh, if we look at Acts 5 and 34, um, this is the NIV version. It says, then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you lied to the Holy Spirit? and have kept yourself some of the money you received for the land. Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not just lied to human beings, but to God. So in this text, not only does the writer refer to Holy Spirit as Holy Spirit, but he also refers to him as God. According to Christianity.com, Holy Spirit has many names and titles. Most of these names reflect an aspect of his function in or ministry through our lives. The Spirit's names and titles are useful in helping us understand his various manifestations. All that he, in other words, all that he does for us and his magnificent role in the Trinity. For example, Holy Spirit is teacher, spirit of life, spirit of God, intercessor, 
uh, he is indweller of believers. He is the deposit or the seal, kind of like a tat. <laughs> he is comforter, advocate, counselor, author of scripture, parakletos, also known as helper in the Greek. He is the revealer or the spirit of truth. He is the convictor of sin. He is a witness and many other names. Why is this relevant? That's a great question. Let me try and answer it for you. I think I'll put it like this. It is critically imperative that we know how to call him to obtain what we need when we need it or what we desire. For example, you need help, but you call Holy Spirit as witness versus helper. You will not get what you need because you are calling on the wrong person. You're calling witness when you need helper. You don't get it? Okay, let me let me try it this way. Listen to this. If I have a health emergency and I call 511 versus 911, I will not get what I need. Why? I called on the wrong number. I called on the wrong organization. Now, at best, somebody might have compassion for me and say, let me redirect you. The number you need to call is 911. Does that make sense? Don't take your phone off mute. Just shake your head. I feel you in the spirit. All right. Of the titles mentioned above, Heracletos is my favorite. I love the way the sound rolls off my tongue, the sound when I say the word. I love how it just rolls, Heracletos. It's Greek, by the way. But I also am amazed by the function, the depth, the width, and how varied Heracletos is as helper because he's he's not just defined to um helping me to speak in another language and let me let me vary off the road just for a minute or off my journey just for a minute the holy spirit in my opinion um is sometimes viewed as like the third will pardon the pun right he's you know he's like an after fact and that's not it he is he he has the same power um as God, like he is God. He is the spirit of God, just in a different function. Just just as the egg white from an egg, um, though it's part of the egg itself, it has a different function. So I'm, I'm going to take out, meeting. follow me, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I promise I'm going to make it make sense, but it's really important um, for me to use these analogies because I need you to get it today. So when I'm making a German chocolate cake, it calls for me to separate, when I make the icing, it calls for me to separate the egg yolk from the egg white. Because if I put the entire egg, the shell, the egg white, and the egg yolk in the recipe, first of all, the German chocolate cake is going to, the icing is going to be crunchy. And it's not going to be from the walnuts or the pecans that I use. Right. Um, if I put the egg white, because I gotta cook it, I, have to, I literally have to cook the icing. So if I put the egg white, 
in the icing with the butter and the condensed milk and the other ingredients, you're going to get egg white, like eating egg white soup. You know, that Chinese soup, the Asian soup where it has the egg white in it. I don't, I don't like that because that's weird to me. But so do you see what I'm saying? So the recipe for the German chocolate icing requires the egg yolk only, right? So it's important that I follow the recipe. Now I've gotten off track because I went to too many sidebars. But anyway, I'll get it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going back to, though, um, the paracletos and why I believe, for, for me, it's so important. So the paracletos, again, um, he helps us uh, in, in various aspects. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. So paracletos doesn't just help us when it comes down to um, speaking in tongues. And that's where I thank you, Holy Spirit. I was talking about how the sometimes Holy Spirit gets a bad rap and how that he is considered sometimes as a third wheel. Well, he is very, very relevant. And that's where I was trying to um, throw in uh, the example about the egg yolk, how it's relevant for certain things, just as the Holy Spirit is relevant for certain things. So the Holy Spirit is not just to come and endow us or empower us to receive another and speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance and we we pray in the Spirit, we sing in the Spirit. That's not his only function, y'all. It's so much deeper. It's so much wider. I remember being at a retreat one time and this young lady who just was not informed said, you know, she had a bad experience when she went to a church. and um. I guess somebody started, you know, getting happy or whatever. And people call that getting the Holy Ghost. That's not what that is. That's somebody having an emotional experience. Now, definitely the Holy Spirit can move on us and he can cause us to rejoice. He can cause us to leap. He can cause us to weep. He can cause us to lift our hands and rejoice or lift our hands and worship. But jumping all over the place and going buck wild is you being is a person being um, uh, being super emotional and out of control. That's not how the Holy Spirit operates. I have never listened. I'm a dancer. I don't dance that good in you know secularly. I could probably do a two step at best. But I am a dancer in the spirit. I have never been out of control. I have never been dancing with my eyes closed and ran up into the wall or, or ran into other people. And I, my dance is a little different. I spin like a top and I don't get dizzy. That's not me. That's the Holy Spirit. So anyway, let me get off that rant. I want you to understand there is more to the Holy Spirit than speaking in tongues. And anyway, going back to my story, this, this young lady said, um, because of her experience, she was like, why would you want that? And I was like, oh, my God. Um, why would I want the Holy Spirit? By the time this lesson is over, I'm going to tell you why. Not only do I want him, I need him. I cannot operate without him. So um, uh, uh, I want to, my title today really is Conviction Versus Condemnation. And I'm going to take my time. Um, uh, I'm going to take my time. So um, from a secular aspect, conviction and condemnation are closely related. From a secular aspect, they are closely related. Though they are not synonymous to each other, secular meanings are often 
interrelated, right? The secular meaning of conviction and condemnation are often interrelated. Let's examine each word a little closer. Merriam-Webster defines condemnation as to declare to be reprehensible, wrong, or evil, usually after weighing evidence and without reservation. Um, secondly, it's defined as to a judge unfit for use or consumption. So the water was, the building was condemned. The, 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 the water is not drinkable, you know, whatever. To, it's also known as to pronounce guilty um, uh, or to convict or sentence someone or to doom them, right? They've been doomed to die. To die. They've been doomed to death. Um, <clears throat> Miriam Webster, Webster defines conviction as the act or process of finding a person guilty of a crime, especially in a court of law. A, it's also defined as a strong persuasion or belief, uh, the state of being convinced, the act of convincing a person of error or compelling the admission of a truth. The state of being convinced of error or compelled to admit the truth. That's the word that I want to, or excuse me, the definition that I want to focus on this morning. Often, when we sin, and we will, which is why God made provision for our slip-ups and our willful disobedience. Let's not play games. Some of us premeditate sin and make a decision. Listen, I got to do what I got to do, and this is what I'm going to do, because you're doing it on your own and not allowing the Holy Spirit or the paracletos interject the help that you need sometimes. And sometimes we just want to do what we want to do. According to First John 1 and 9, this is the provision that God has made for us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins, plural, and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Now, the Holy Spirit pricks our hearts. That's the Holy Spirit. When, when we do something and we feel some kind of way, he pricks our hearts gently advising that the action taken displeased God. That's conviction. Notice I said he gently advises. He is not passive aggressive or aggressive, nor will he yell, fuss, or cuss us out. He truthfully reveals our error and will advise how to correct the situation. He does this because one of his many names is the spirit of truth, as I said earlier. What we do with that truth is our decision alone. He will not force us to repent, which is, and the word repent means to turn our back on the sin, on the situation, on the wrongdoing, to abandon it altogether and to move forward. So let me, let's take a, a minute here to talk about repentance. Repentance is not just, oh, God, you knew, you know, I'm just, um, you know, you know my heart, I'm weak, and so, you know, I just, you know, help me not to do that again, and then you do it again. And, oh, God, you know, I was just, you know my heart, you know you know how I am, God, you just know I, that was a moment of weakness, so forgive me, you know, forgive me, I'll repent, and you do it again. 
you you're now that's not repentance. Repentance means, man, I blew it. Or excuse me, this is an example of me. What if I blow it? Man, I blew it. God forgive me. I'm sorry. I I feel horrible. I should not have done that. I know that I know better. I'm not doing that again. And so I make every effort, every attempt to avoid that particular thing, um, to make sure that I'm not found guilty thinking about it, doing it. Um, I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm, I've complete, I completely shut it down. There's no action. We're not doing that. I am not doing that ever again. And I mean it. I'm not doing it again. I'm going to be true to my word. That's repentance. Not so much the words but the action behind what I do. I'm not doing that again. All right, moving forward. The, here, here's, here's for us what happens with, with when, when, we, when we sin and then we repent. Um, the truth, admitting the truth to what we did, it hurt. it's painful. It hurts. And so if we do not move forward immediately, we can fall victim to our devices and opt to nurse our ego, pride, or self-righteousness, which opens the door to unnecessary challenges and or demonic activity. Or we can fall victim to condemnation and become stuck there, giving the enemy permission to accuse us of what we did and create lies that we then believe that blow the thing out of proportion. So, for example, I made a mistake. I find myself in a situation. I, 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 I asked for forgiveness, but I kept, you know, doing the thing. Now I realize I don't want to do that anymore. I'm, I'm truly convicted um, by what has happened. Um, I feel grossed out about it, and I'm, I'm just going to d- deny it completely. But. I'm having a problem forgiving myself now. I'm having a problem letting the thing go because I'm condemning myself every day, multiple times a day. You're stupid. You should, how could you let that happen? You call yourself a child of God. Now I'm accusing, now I'm allowing myself to accuse myself. The enemy has planted the seed of accusation in my mind and I'm sucking it all up. I'm being a sucky. Now I'm a full mark. I'm con- man, I'm stupid. I am worthless. I am fat. I am black. I am skinny. I am tall. My nose is big. My hips are big. I am not worth it. Why am I even living? I might as well just give up at this point. Cause what's the use? I repented to God. I, I asked God to give to forgive me five hundred and seventy six and a half times. And, you know, he, man, man, I just know he can't, there's no way he can forgive me. And we go on, on, and on, and on. We have now condemned ourselves. We've said, I am of no further use. Just like a condemned building, we condemn ourselves. I'm of no further use. We meditate on the wrong. We we create the incident. We cry. We lament over it. It's a and we have that repetitive cycle of forgiveness. Worse still, we can give up on ourselves. And when we give up on ourselves, we give people permission to give up on us. They lose respect for us. They begin to see us in a different light. And sometimes 
um, they become disrespectful toward us because we no longer re- we no longer respect ourselves, so they no longer respect us. But all is not lost, you guys. There is hope because God is like, why are you tripping? I knew you were going to do that. I already made, I already forgave you, even though I made provision for that. I knew that you were going to do that. Um, um, and, 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 and honestly, when you asked me to forgive you, I forgave you. This is God talking, not me. I forgave you. Not only did I forgive you, boo, I took what you did and I threw it in the sea of forgetfulness. Do y'all know that there is a sea of forgetfulness? There is. Google it. Here's my disclaimer. This is my Tanya, not Tanya disclaimer. Please do not misconstrue or take my words out of context. I am not now, nor will I ever give you or anybody else um, permission to willfully sin. First of all, I don't have the I don't have a right to do that. I can't give you permission to willfully sin, and I'm not suggesting that we got to pass as believers to willfully sin. But the word does say, <laughs> where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. Right? So the word does say, if we confess our sin, I just read it to you. So God has made provision in the event that we sin. You have a way out, and what that way out includes him forgiving us, cleansing us from all unrighteousness. He makes us, he puts us in right standing. The title is Conviction Versus Condemnation. Living in condemnation is self-defeating. It's It's unproductive and a recipe for depression, anxiety, self-loathing, various addictions, you name it. You will never live out purpose in condemnation. You can't. You're in too much of a fog. Living in condemnation is disrespectful to the redemptive work of Christ on the cross. Let me say that again. Living in condemnation is disrespectful to the redemptive work of Christ on the cross. Mm, Let me say that with conviction. Living in condemnation is so foul. It's so disrespectful to the redemptive work of Christ on the cross that I can't say it with enough conviction for you to believe it. In essence, it says, Jesus, what you did wasn't enough. Whoa. Say la. That's heavy. But let me not just give you my opinion. Let me give you some words to back it up. I'm going to read Romans 8. I'm going to start at the first verse. Romans 8. Actually, I'm going to read Romans 8, 1 through 11. It's going to say it sound like a story. I'm going to be reading it from the Amplified Version. The text reads as this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, those who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. For the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, that is, overcome sin and remove its penalty or its power, being weakened by the flesh, 
man's nature without the Holy Spirit. God did. He sent his son, his own son, in the likeness of sinful man as an offering for sin. And he condemned sin in the flesh. He subdued it and overcame it in the person of his own son. So that the righteousness, excuse me, so that the righteous and just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not live our lives in the ways of the flesh that is guided by worldliness and our sinful nature. But we live our lives in the ways of the spirit guided by his power. For those who are living according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, those things that gratify the body. But those who are living according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. In other words, his will and his purpose for our lives. Now, the mind of the flesh is death both now and forever, because it pursues sin. But the mind of the spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God, both now and forever. The mind of the flesh, with its sinful pursuits, is actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law, since it cannot. And those who are in the flesh living a life that caters to sinful appetites and impulses cannot please God. However, you are not living in the flesh controlled by sinful nature, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God lives in you, directing and guiding you, but if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him and is not a child of Christ. If Christ lives in you, though your natural body is dead because of sin, your spirit is alive because of righteousness, which he provides. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Now listen, notice that in all of this reading, all of this text, scripture, the verses 1 through 11 of Romans 8, again, Romans 8, 1 through 11, there's no mention here of speaking in tongues. Speaking, listen, I do it all the time. I pray in tongues. I speak in tongues. Um, it's amazing. But notice here, we're not talking about speaking in tongues. We are talking about the function of the Holy Spirit, also known as the Spirit of God, and our inabilities to live as believers without him. That's what I need you to get today. That's how important Holy Spirit is. That's how intricate he is to our lives. I'm talking about, though, conviction versus condemnation. I'm going to read one more set of scriptures that speak to that exclusively, because it's important for you first to understand 
the power and the authority, the operation of the Holy Spirit outside of speaking in tongues. Uh, Romans 5, 5 through 19. It's important for you to get this. I'm reading from the King James Version. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of one man, or the sin of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of one man, and that one man was Adam, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the obedience, excuse me, for just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will, make, will be made righteous. We are, na- we are not made righteous because of things that we do. How many times we feed the homeless. That's great that we do it, but that's not what makes us righteous. How many times we read the Bible, how long we read the Bible, how often we study, how long we pray. All of those things are imperative and important, but that does not make us righteous. It is the selfless act that Jesus performed on the cross, the redemptive work that he performed on the cross when he died for our sins, to be able to make atonement for us, to be back in good standing in relationship with God. He then justified us now to God because of what he did. So living in condemnation is a choice. But how do I stop? You make a decision. You tell yourself to stop condemning you. When people try to throw up your path, um, the first time, listen, you could say, I did that. I did all of that. I did a little bit more, but that's all you know about. I own it. If I hurt you, I, I, I know I hurt you. Would you forgive me? Right? You own that thing. But you then set clear boundaries and you do not allow people to resurrect your past or hold you hostage to your past. If they bring it up again, change the subject or kindly advise them it's not open for discussion or whatever words the Holy Spirit gives you. Now, here's a disclaimer. If what you did was against your spouse or um, let's just say it was against your spouse. It's going to take a little time for you to rebuild trust. You can't just tell them to get over it. That's a whole different conversation. And so so you're going to have to do things that rebuild or let's just say it was a relationship period because maybe it wasn't a spouse, maybe it was your child. You're going to have to rebuild that trust, but you also have to set healthy boundaries. And that, 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 and that, that includes um, um, you know, gently, that includes um, action, things that you do, not things that you say as much. 
um, that show, that demonstrate you're not that same person. And and I want to go down that road. Maybe we could talk about that a little bit more in Love, Life, and Victory. But I, I know that I need to I need to close up. I need to I need to um, stop now. I need to get ready to um, wind things down now. Um, there's a set of scriptures that you can read on your own that um, talk about um, uh, conviction and how that this. I'm gonna just tell the story. I won't read it. It's found in Acts 8, 26 through 39, and it's the Ethiopian eunuch who was reading the word um, as he was on his way back to um, his, to Ethiopia. Um, he had gone uh, to Jerusalem to worship, and he was reading the book of Isaiah, and the Holy Spirit moved on Philip to to, to ask him, um, you know, do you know what you're do you know what you're reading? He was like, I, I can't really understand it, and so um, uh, Peter, uh, excuse me, Philip broke it down to him, and he was convicted. The Ethiopian eunuch, he was convicted by the word of God, not condemned. He was convicted by what the word said. And he was convicted so much so that he wanted to be baptized instantly. Now, these guys were in the desert. And while they were en route uh, to their destination, he spotted the Ethiopian eunuch spotted some water. And he said, what, what would stop me from being baptized? And um, he said, uh, Philip said uh, that the only thing that, uh, let, me, let me just read it, the last one. He says, as they continued along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch exclaimed, look, water. What forbids me for being baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may be baptized. And the eunuch replied, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So that is the conviction that the Ethiopian eunuch confessed to Philip. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he died for me. And so because of that, he was a candidate for baptism. Um, I want to conclude with this. Um, I hope, I pray that this declaration helps you to see the difference between condemnation and conviction. The Holy Spirit comes to convict us, not to condemn us. In the spiritual context, condemnation and conviction are two different things. Condemnation is self-defeating. Con conviction leads to change. And I think in my haste to um, wrap things up, I neglected um, to read uh, this scripture, John 16 and 18, that talks about um, uh, conviction. So the catalyst to salvation is conviction. That was instituted by Jesus Christ and maintained through and by the Holy Spirit. John 16, 8 says, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So here, the word reprove um, is in the family of uh, conviction. It's a synonym. Um, convict, the word convict is a synonym of the word reprove. Um, and so, um, I went ahead of myself, and I apologize for that, but I wanted you to understand it was not just me saying this is what the Holy Spirit does. He, he convicts the world. Um, I needed you. It was important for me to prove my case to you. The Bible says prove all things and hold on to that which is good. So with that said, I am going to um, admonish you today to read those scriptures on your own 
um, about condemnation. They will, I'll give them to you again, and then we're going to open the line up. Romans 5, 15 through 19 was the, the second set of scriptures. Romans 8, 1 through 11 went into great detail about condemnation, righteousness, um, and the Holy Spirit's job to help us to live holy, um, Romans 8, 1 through 11. And um, if you take some time today, Dion gave some instructions about how we can um, divide an hour a day up to worship. And this can be a set of scriptures that you use in your worship, whether it is um, for a full hour, whether you break it up into two segments, 30 minutes each, or whether you break it up into four segments of 15 minutes each, however you have to do it. And don't be tied into um, doing it, you know, every single day for an hour. Break it up. One day you may have the time for an hour. The next day you may have to break it up in, uh, into chunks. So we're going to open up the call in the following way. <laughs> First, what we're going to do is we're going to allow people to say that we're going to greet people who missed the greeting earlier, but we're going to allow our men to go first. Because uh, some of them, um, ladies, we can overshadow them, and we know we can, so we're going to allow the men to say good morning first. After we do our greeting, we're going to um, open the call up. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you had a God moment, uh, if the Holy Spirit convicted you of something and you'd like to speak, but before you speak, I'm going to ask that you state your name so I can properly address you. If you're not speaking, please keep your phone on mute. So the call is open now to men and to first-time callers or to people that have never spoken before. The call is open for you to say good morning so we can say good morning back to you. Good morning. This is Laquita. Good morning, Quita. Oh, good morning. I love you. I love you, too. We got any brothers that want to say good morning? Y'all better hurry up and jump in because you know the ladies are waiting. I know that's right. Learn. Yo, yo. yo. Oh, hey, yo, yo, brother Eric. What's up, big sisters? Elder Eric. Uh, great declaration. Thank you. Thank you so much. Any other men want to say good morning? Good morning, Tanya. This is Jr. I loved your declaration. I loved how you talked about the, the difference between condemnation, condemnation, and um, I forgot the other word you said. But anyway, conviction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, and uh, thank you. Have a have a great day, Tanya. Thank you so much, Jr. You too. Any other men want to say good morning? All right, ladies. Go for it. Good morning, Mr. Leomi. A great decoration. Thank you. Hey, man. God bless you. Morning. It's pretty good trees. Great decoration. Hey, too. pretty. Good morning, Ms. Evelyn. Great decoration. Hey, Juju. Good morning, Candice Shirley. Good morning, Miss B. And I heard somebody else. Shirley. Hey, Shirley, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss 
<laughs> Go ahead. I, I think that was Mary and was that Krishanda? Krishanda, yes. Great declaration. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. This is Rochelle. Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Rochelle, you gonna get it. You just Good morning, Tanya. I love you. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Good morning, Tanya. It's Kind Kim. Thank you so much for your declaration. Good morning. Thank you, darling. Good morning, Tanya. It's glorious. Thank you for the de- excellent declaration. Hey, glorious Gloria. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're going to move into love, life, and victory. Does anybody have a question? Does anybody have a comment? Does anybody need clarity on this topic? Okay, y'all got it? All right. Y'all are clear. Praise Jesus. Everybody is clear about the Holy Spirit. Everybody is clear about the his function, his role. That's awesome. Good morning. It's Krishanda. You're so funny. <laughs> that, that was a great declaration. I appreciate this morning um, refreshing on this Thursday to get foundational teaching. So just thank you for the reminder, um, the clarity. It blessed me this morning. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Um, good morning. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, good morning. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning, this is Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Um, you know, I just get excited when 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 I when I get taught something or when God reveals something to me. So, um I I've started my foundation classes over at my church and um last night we talked about um, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And I, I got a little confused and caught up and I kept raising my hand and he kept saying, just don't worry about it. Just when you read the scripture, it's going to all come to you. And then I get on the call this morning and that's your message about God the Father, God the, the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the way you broke it down with the water, um, the way you broke it, broke it down with um, how the Holy Spirit is to help, and um, it, it, it's just confirmation for me. And you know, I'm I'm not one. I, I don't like to talk or or you know say, hey, hey, look at me. But when I get a revelation, I I, I want to share that with somebody that that is 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 clicking, it's happening. So I just wanted to say thank you. Um, for the way that you you speak and the way that you teach, the way that you make it, um, where I can digest it. So anyway, thanks. Wanda, thank you so much um, for your the, Oh, with the red top on it? The red top is not going to, it won't work. It won't fit. The red top is not going to fit. It's the wrong one. I, I just want you to. I, I'm so proud of you. I love your sound. 
And so on Declare Victory, what happens for people, we use our ears, right? Because we don't have, we don't have, we can't see each other. So we use our eyes to, to, to help us identify different things. And so when you first started calling, I listened and I paid attention. And so the sound has shifted because you've shifted. You're not in the same place you were before. Uh, and I'm super proud of you. I can't wait to see what God has in store for you. I'm super excited um, that you got information this morning that confirmed what you were hearing last night. And that's just the work of the Holy Spirit. He reveals the truth to us. That's one of his jobs. Yeah, that's that's great. Anybody else? Good morning, Chad. I heard two people. I heard. Okay, go. Oh, okay, I'll go. Good morning. God bless you. It's Angie. Okay. So that was razor sharp this morning. And so many. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so many rays. Rays. No, seriously. It debunked a whole lot of stuff, especially when you started talking about the condemnation. I found myself there too, too often. But when what I realized is that the Holy Spirit, he's so gentle, like he'll, re, he'll kind of remind you like, um, that's not how I think about you, like in just such a sweet way. So I want to just thank you for going into detail about the condemnation and telling yourself how stupid you are and like stuff that you were saying. I was like, I've said that, I've said that, I've said that, I've said that. And I just, that was so um, profound. And that's just one of the vast ways of the Holy Spirit. And we are so blessed to have such a God to allow us to have all of this. Like, even if you think wrong, I'm right there to help you. If you do wrong, I'm right there to help you. Thank you so much for being razor sharp. Truly appreciate it how you kicked us off on this Thursday. Amen and amen. Oh, thank you, Angie. I love you to life. I really do. Super proud of you, too. I love you, too. Yeah, that C word, it can be really, really difficult. That C word literally changes the trajectory of the lives of people who started off one way. Something went awry, and they can't get past the thing. They're stuck. I declare in the name of Jesus that you will not be stuck anymore. I curse condemnation in your life. I don't curse you. I curse condemnation in your life. You were created to win. You are more than a conqueror. Say it. Don't take your phone off mute, but say it. Say it out loud. I am more than a conqueror. Say it out loud. Loud. I win every time. I win even when it looks like I'm losing. I am not a loser. Say it out loud. I am not a loser. Matter of fact, since y'all don't want to talk, we're going to talk together. This is what you're going to no, do. No, we do want to follow talk. my instructions. We, oh, we do? Oh, somebody wanted to talk. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Was that Rochelle? I think Rochelle was first, and then this is Dee. I can go after her. Okay. Go, go ahead. Daniel, go ahead with your exercise. We can say it together. I can wait. Let's say it together. Okay. We can go ahead and, Didi, make your comment. 
No, no, no. I wanted to just say that this is so important because what mm. I know is that so many believers are stuck in condemnation because other people have condemned them. So what I have been really going back to, and I think we can we can do all kind of classes, and all, that's good. I don't want to ever stop doing that. But can we go back to Galatians 6, 1 through 3, so we will stop as believers condemning folks to hell? Because I think so many of our, our young people are getting caught and lost because of that. So this message I'm going to share um, with a lot of young people that never were taught the difference between condemnation and conviction. That's all I want to say, sis. Thank you. Go ahead with your exercise. Okay. So, <clears throat> so, but there needs to be order, and I want us to have order because we're on the phone. You won't be able to see me when I'm ready to stop. Um, there, are, there, are, there are some things that we are going to call. We are going to name some things today, and we're going to put power behind the Word of God. Part of what, I, what I've learned is that we read the Scripture. We don't, we don't, we don't use the word, right? What, what, do, what do I mean by that? We read a scripture, like we might read a scripture that says, therefore, there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus. You're quoting a scripture. The way you speak the word is you say, I am no longer condemned because I'm in Christ Jesus. Do you see the difference? You're putting power behind the word. You're making it personal. And so what we have to do is stop reading the scripture. Huh? <laughs> we got to stop reading the scripture and we got to start speaking the word. What do I mean? I'll give, I'll give you another example. Um, I am, you know, somebody needs, you're doing a little something. I don't know what you're doing, but put your phone on mute until we're ready to do this exercise. Just everybody look at your phone and put yourself on mute, especially if you're moving around. I, I hear you. You're moving, and it's being. Thank you. All right. So, at any rate, um, uh, let's let's just say that. Um, oh, what's another example, Tanya? Um, I'm broke. I just I don't have you know um, the Lord. You know the Father. You 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 own the the, the cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, you own a, you, you own everything. I just need some. I just need some money. <laughs> right. Or you can say. Um, I, I declare, I, I speak the word in my life that I am a lender and not a borrower. I am above and not beneath. I uh, And that I am prosperous just as my soul is prosperous. I have what I need. You know, so you put, you make, you affirm it. You take the word and you personalize it. Put your name in it. Put your family's name in it or, or whoever it is that you're praying for. Um, I, I, I am more than a conqueror. That's the word. Those are fine scriptures that are related to your situation and speak those scriptures out loud and make them personal to you. Does that make sense to you guys? Somebody let me know if you're confused about what I'm saying. Good morning, if you don't yes, understand. Yes, yes. Amen. I do understand. I do understand. Okay. All right. I decree that I am healed in the name of Jesus. That is what I say every day. That is what I confirm every day because that is what his word said. His word said that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. So I am healed in the name of Jesus. No matter what it feels like, that is what I tell myself every day. That is what I believe. So that is what I declare. 
And I know that God has the power to do whatever it is. I believe he has the power to do. If I don't believe it, how can I tell anybody else who God is and what God is capable of doing if I don't believe it myself? Thank you, Tan. Amen. Amen. So with that said, um, what I wanted to do, because something rose up inside of me um, when, as I thought about condemnation and how I started to say it changes the tri- It has changed the, so many people. Um, people started off one way, and now they are completely different people. Um, they, you know, are and, and, and self-sabotage like that and self-defeat and all of those negative things, believe it or not, can bring on certain illnesses. And, and 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 then that's another thing to add on top of it. I'm no different than anybody else. I've condemned myself um, over things that I've done, even things that have as a kid. The, the enemy, the enemy is so funny. He's so tricky. He will he he will bring up things from my past, like you know. Remember in school, I never did this, but it was it was little bad boys at school. They would take those old school paper towels, wet them, and throw them up on the ceiling hoping that they would stick, and very often they would stick. That's what the enemy does to us. He throws out different things to us to see what will stick. And if we bite, ah, I got her. Because he don't know for sure. He'd be testing the water. So if we bite, then he knows he got us, and then he bombards our mind with things, right? He bombards our mind with things that we did in our past or things that happened or didn't happen or deals we lost or money we lost or whatever the case may be, and it's a trick. It's a trick to overwhelm us um, with accusations to get us to then start believing them and start confessing them. Yeah, I ain't going to never be healed. I ain't going to never get out of this debt. I'm not going to never get the house I want. I'm not going to never get married. I'm not going to never have the relationship I want. I'm not going to never get that promotion. We we start to believe the lie, and we change our our, our conversation. We change our confession. And that's what I want us to understand today, that the Holy Spirit has the power to help us. He has the power to pull us out of the pit of condemnation that we're in. And even if it is a church leader that told you that, you know, this, that, or the other, God bless them. They didn't mean it. I don't believe they meant it to be malicious or to be mean. It's just a misunderstanding of scriptures that some of our older leaders and some of our current leaders have. Well, when you read the word and you know it for yourself, you don't have to be condemned by their words. The Bible, I read it to you. No no more condemnation. I'm not justified by my works. I'm justified by what Jesus did. That's why Jesus is so important. He didn't just die for our sins, you guys. It's a whole bunch that goes along with that redemptive work. So here's what we're going to do. And it's very important that you pay attention. You've got to listen as you as you declare. You've got to listen. I don't. You can't get so happy that you get. You know, you, um, we go in a different direction. So I'm going to declare some things. I'm going to say some things, and then I want you to to um, join in with me and say those things too. You're just going to repeat after me. And it's important that you believe what you say. Because if you don't believe it, there will be no change. 
You got to know it like this. You, you got to know it like you know your name. I know God is going to do this for me. I know God is going to help me to believe him. It's, it, I, 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 I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. So y'all ready? All right. So I want you to go ahead and take your, if you are able to do so, I want you to go ahead and take your phone off mute. And this is what I want you to say after me. I am. I am. I am. I am. The righteousness. The righteousness of Christ. I am. I am. No longer, no longer, condemned. I do not speak in condemnation. I do not live in condemnation. I reject. All condemnation. And I accept the justification provided by Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for every single person that uttered those words. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that they believe what they say. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that they know it in their knower, that they are no longer condemned, that they walk in liberty. Your word says that you came that we might have life and life more abundantly. So I declare in the name of Jesus that we all walk in abundance of life. Say it with me. I, I, I walk Walk and live an abundant life. Father, in the name of Jesus, you've heard them declare that they live an abundant life. I thank you that that takes on a new an identity in them. They identify as abundant lifers. They identify as people that are above and not beneath. They identify as lenders and not borrowers. They identify as your children. They identify as inheritors of the kingdom. They identify as children of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for this word today. We thank you for every single person that is on this line. You guys, we're going to end this call with a celebratory praise. We're going to end this call thanking God for new revelation. We're going to end this call today corporately thanking God, thanking the Holy Spirit for revealing the truth to us. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Begin to praise God. Thank you for Thank you. 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 Thank you.
I'm going to, I'm being directed to act, to tell you to do it. Write down those things that you were condemning yourself about. You can generalize it or you can make it specific. It's your list. Nobody's going to see it but you and God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus, okay? Write them down. And then what I want you to do, this, this is an act, right? This is a prophetic act. Then, then what I want you to do is I want you to take those things and I want you to tear them up into itty-bitty pieces. I don't want you to shred them. Physically, I want you to take them and I want you to tear them up into itty-bitty pieces, and then you're going to throw them away. You can burn it if you want to, if you have a safe place to do it. But I want you to throw, I want you to completely eradicate them. That is going to be a prophetic act of releasing those things from your life, eradicating those things from your life. I believe you. I believe what you said. This is one step to solidify it, right? And so when the enemy comes to say, oh, you know, the, I, 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 I threw it away, you go away. Nope, you have no place here. Secondly, um, sometimes when we take penicillin or some medications, we have to take it, the, the, the prescription is to take it several times a day. And so um, a minimum of three times a day, it could be the morning, the afternoon, and dinner, but three times a day, you are to take time. You decide how much that time is, and it doesn't have to be a long time. You are to take time and say out loud, I am no longer condemned. I am justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Super, super simple. You got it? Okay. That's for anybody else on this line to solidify it. So your mind has something to point back to to say, "Uh uh-uh. On February the 23rd, <laughs> February the 23rd, 2023, at 7.29 a.m., I, rid, I, I, I got rid of all of that. All right. Anybody else? Hey, Tanya, I'm a, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I was waiting patiently. I was in the waiting room. Um, but I went... I was walking around in condemnation and just of people and people's opinions. And um, I knew I was, I thought I was doing everything that I could trying to, um, I was in new faith in Christ and I wanted to, you know, just, you know, be love and, you know, be in relationship with everybody, you know, just love the way the Lord said love. And I would walk around with shortness of breath. And that was because I didn't have full life that I didn't understand. But when I found out what Romans 8 and 1 said, and when I started to speak the promises of Romans 8, 28 through 39, that he loves me unconditionally, that nothing can separate me from his love, that blew life back into me. And I didn't have to walk around wondering what they said, why they said it, who I was. It mattered who I was to him. So that was good. That just reminded me of how, um, you know, how we can be healed and how the Holy Spirit never leaves us. And he studied constantly, you know, like the boyfriend and girlfriend holding hands, always with us, always comforting, just being by your side, not just by your side, but covering you and dwelling within you. So thank you. I'm like Angela Razor Sharp, super dope declared this morning. Love you. I really do love you, though. Amen. <laughs> I love you, too. I love you, too. That's really good. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody else? 
Good morning. Moxie got to jump in real quick before you shut it down. Oh, um, awesome, awesome decoration system. One thing I love about you, your sound is like, it's like no, like it's a, um, um, no chaser type of thing. You know, I'll be feeling, you know, I'll be like, okay, she's about to give it to me real here. I always get that with you and I'm so grateful. But what I heard so much in your declaration that I related to when it, um, especially when it comes to combination, but what I thought about it through it all, even thinking back, right? When I even thought back when totally swandered in it, when I was in my addiction, I mean, just out there in the world, you know, just just, um, just wanting to die, you know, just wanting to die because I was so believing in the lie of who I, what I was doing and what, you know, the, the torment that was, the, the, the voices was in my head. But I'm so grateful for Jesus because the hope, when I put my hope, when I just tried, and I am right now the evidence that he's good, you know, and, and he's sufficient. Because when I look at that and how he had brought me out of those things, even when I, like, like going back even to now, how I realized I was still living in some condemnation from not letting go of some things, you know what I'm saying? So he still, you know what I'm saying, brought me out, still have, has brought me out through me understanding who I am. And that's the glory about it. You know, don't lose your identity. Don't forget who you are and what he did for you on that cross. You know, because when, when you walk around and you um, sometimes I, you know, you be falling short you know, or whatnot, you gotta, um, I'm learning, I have learned, Holy Spirit have taught me, you know, through conviction, not condemnation, to do better, you know what I'm saying, to do better, but I'm just so grateful for the hope that we got, uh, we, we got hope, Jesus is hope, don't lose hope, you know, here, I don't know why I keep hearing that today, in your declaration and everything as people were speaking, I constantly was hearing hope, Hope is here. We got, he strengthens us. Hope strengthens us. Hope, you know, gives us, hope is just a lot. So I was just so grateful and so blessed by your declaration and grateful that we don't have to walk in condemnation. We don't. And that alone have lifted a, a spirit off me on today that I love, that, you know, you can walk with a peace of mind, knowing who you are and whose you are. I thank you so much, sister. Wow, Moxie, that's that's pretty that was that's pretty amazing. Um and you're so right. Um I just I just don't want people to be stuck. I think that's that's what caused the indignation today. I'm sick of the enemy making people think that they are something that they're not. I'm sick of the enemy punking people. I'm sick of the enemy taking advantage of people. I'm sick of the enemy manipulating people because as long as he does that, he can keep you from purpose. And for some of us, he, he, um, it can get so bad that, that we end up dying in a condemned state. That's not the will of God. It's not. When Jesus said he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, he meant it for you too. So earlier I said, how do we how do we get out of condemnation? Like how do we stop it? We decide. And I know that sounds super like that's so <laughs> come on. It's a really simple thing 
but it requires work and there is a process to it. So for some of the folks that are still on the call, here's the other thing. Condemnation will call us, cause us to medicate the pain. Nobody wants to feel pain um, 24-7. So we'll do things that medicate the pain. I was talking to somebody the other day, and there's a, there's a term for it, and somebody on the line probably knows that I can't remember it, but her, her addiction is shopping. And so what she'll do is, is that she will go and buy stuff, quality stuff too. <laughs> and not just for herself, but for other people. She sees something that somebody likes and she'll buy it for them or whatever. And it um, it soothes her temporarily, right? You only got so much money that you can spend and you can only shop for so long. And so we do, we, do, we do things to help as, as coping mechanisms, whether it's abusing a, a substance, it could be food, it could be, you know, it can be drugs, it could be alcohol, but we do things to try to give ourselves a break instead of doing things um, um, for the chain breaker to break it all, <clears throat> and that's Jesus, <clears throat> as well as and the Holy Spirit, who comes to help us. You know, He helps us to live a holy life. He does, if we allow Him to. So, how do we do? There's work that we have to do. We need to identify what it is that's condemning us, and we need to come to terms with it. If it's something that we did, we yes, I did that. Remember, we own it. Um, trying to, to to act like it didn't happen, or rejecting it, or pretending that you know that didn't ha that that doesn't do anybody any good. So we own it. Once we own it, <clears throat> we then start to dismantle it, and that means um, making it. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. This was great. I enjoyed okay. it. You know, I found out that you were speaking at the last minute. You did a fantastic job. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to um, say that that was like, it was dope. Everybody already said um, how fire it was. And I don't mean like, like there was a lot of fire. Um, not like dope fire, but like the, literally the fire of God. And so the one thing I just kept thinking about over and over again, um, like as you progressed and like you prayed and uh, had us to declare um, the things that we are um, casting down. Um, and so um, the scripture that came to mind was Philippians 3.13. I think everybody knows this scripture in 14. Um, but it says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into the things that which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And we all know that, um, those two verses, but the thing that came to my mind was that um, when you were talking about how, <clears throat> excuse me, like Satan will try to come and, you know, trick you, um, even during the process of, you know, like if, if you're one of the people that feel like you need to um, quote, you know, several scriptures a day to keep your mind from do, from dwindling back into the space of condemnation. Um, but that even in that process of, of, of growing in the process of, of declaring life and victory, <clears throat> excuse me, over yourself, like the devil will still try to come in and be like, ah, you don't need to believe in me now. Or, <laughs> 
Hello? 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 I'm sorry, my, Hello. my, 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 uh, Raven, I, um, my call dropped. And so I'm, 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 I'm not sure if you completed your comment or not. Or maybe it was her. I think call. we lost her. Yeah, we lost, I think we lost Raven. Oh, okay. I thought it was me. Um, but I kind of know where she was, I, I, I understand where she was going. But um, part of the other thing that I was going to say in, just how do you get past the condemnation? Don't be afraid of the work. Don't be afraid of the process. It's important that you pray. It is important that you use the word of God. And as I was talking about the, when we were going through some of the declarations, you need to find scriptures that pertain to your situation and use those and confess them out loud over yourself. Right? Um, confess the word of God. And keep calling here. Keep calling in. I told somebody the other day, I don't know if she's on the line or not. I guarantee you that if you if you make a commitment to call every day for 30 days and you're sincere about um, the change that you, that you're sincere about change that you need, you'll get exactly what you need within in 30 days. I guarantee it. I've seen it happen time after time after time. Um, good morning, Sister Tan. Oh, oh, good morning, Prosperous. This is Prosperous. Um, can I, are you getting ready to yeah, end? Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay. Um, go ahead. Um, I came in towards when you were um, having us speak out loud. I thought that was amazing. And um, I, I could tell the whole declaration was good, especially with the condemnation part. I think sometimes too we want to be aware of what we speak. Um, so we, we say, I hear that a lot, just in terms of like, you know, if you want to lose weight or something. But also how we speak about in God's presence. I'll hear, oh, I'm raggedy. I was raggedy until God came, and and I know I used I I've done it too, where I feel like it's I make fun of myself, and I think it's funny, but sometimes it, it starts getting to a habit. And so just remember to meditate and speak out things that God, he loves you just how you are. You know, he died for us because he loved us. I don't think God ever thought we were raggedy. You know what I'm saying? So I I hope this makes sense to someone, but just being aware of what we say out loud, even as it um, relates to our relationship with God. Absolutely, Pam. It, it, of course it makes sense. Yeah. It's, we, we, we have believed, so the enemy accuses us. We agree with the accusation, and then we start calling ourselves that. Come out of agreement with the accusation. That's another thing. That's another part of the process. Yeah, I did that. I'm not going to keep talking about that. I did it. It ain't nothing I could do to change it. God has forgiven me, and I'm moving on. And make a decision. Listen, you got to make a decision. When the thoughts come up, change the channel. Who said that you have to stay on that channel? Who says that you have to keep thinking about that thing? Who, who says that you have to recreate the situation, cuss them out all over again, beat them up all over? Who said you have to do that? I guarantee you, the next time, try this. <laughs> the next time an accusation or a thought comes in your mind to start to accuse you or make you feel bad, start doing this. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Even if you have to go into the bathroom or go sit in your car or go in your closet or stand into your breath, thank you. 
Make a song out of it. Mm-mm, no, I ain't. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. I am overcomer. I am not condemned. I am overcomer. I and listen. Masks are the best thing since sliced bread. You could talk to yourself all day long in your car while you're walking down the street. You could speak in tongues under your breath. Baby, listen, that, that thought, you, you talk about seeing smoke when something leaves. You talk about it. You keep doing it. And listen, I double dare, triple dare you. If you're at, at home and then things keep coming after you, baby, get yourself a pot and a wooden spoon and you walk around your house beating that pot and that wooden spoon yeah it look crazy but i tell you what that enemy will be gone <laughs> ask me how i know hey Tim, right. this is lisa um hey, I, I just want to share this hey lady wonderful wonderful declaration um thank you for just bringing this out and like Edie <clears throat> said so many people especially our young people because they just haven't been taught this um, the difference between um, conviction and condemnation. Somebody shared this with me um, a, a while ago, and, and I wish I would have learned it as a new Christian, um, how to decipher the difference between conviction and condemnation. Um, excuse the noise. I'm on my way to work. About to be late messing around with y'all. No, actually, I don't have to have to be there at the same time. Thank you, Jesus. Um, um, here's the thing. <laughs> Um, um, they they showed me this and it made so much sense to me and, and like I said I wish I would have learned it earlier conviction and condemnation still provokes the same emotion right it's still that feeling of feeling bad and it's still that feeling of like dang I blew it and it's still that feeling of like what I'm gonna do now and we still can dump on ourselves and feel super bad and in the toilet and before we go and self-medicate or before we go and just be like forget it all um, here's the difference we can tell. If it's condemnation, it's going to make us run away from God. It's going to make us feel like we, there's no hope. It's going to make us feel like, dang, what's the use? But if it's conviction from the Holy Spirit, and that's where conviction comes from, it's going to make us want to dig our heels in and draw us closer to God, because that's what he does. It's still going to make us feel some kind of way. We can't distinguish and decipher between the feelings and the emotions. The emotions are the same. They're still going to be bad, right? We can't change those. But it's going to draw us closer to God, no different than the woman who had been forgiven of much. She felt great sorrow, right? Our sin should make us feel bad (laughs) if we love him, right? We should want to have godly sorrow. Um, and make us want to do better. Um, that's what conviction will do by Holy Spirit. It draws us closer in. So for those of you that's like sometimes feeling bad about our sins, and then we're like, God, I'm sorry. I don't want to, if possible, hurt your heart. That's what conviction will do for us. So being able to decipher between the two, because sometimes he will come in, well, he does convict us if we haven't, like, seared our conscience, <laughs> or if we haven't just kept doing it so much where we just ignored it. Right. So I just wanted to throw that out there. When I learned the difference with that, it made a big difference. And then at that point, we could stop running and say, okay, thank you for being able to sense when Holy Spirit is convicting us and drawing us back in to that place of repentance. I just wanted to share that with y'all. Lisa, that was excellent. I know somebody, I felt the freedom. I felt the liberty as you, as you said that. And that I think, I believe that what, that's what, that's part of the problem 
is that we we um we may not realize that even with conviction we'll still feel bad. Like, oh my yeah, God, I blew yeah. it. We will. We just mm-hmm. what what we want to make sure that we do is is that we don't dwell on it. And, right. and I, I want to be as I want to go so I want to I want to I want I don't know if you I don't know how you what you think about this but I want to be so bold as to say is it starts off as conviction but it can turn into condemnation because yes. the Holy Spirit yes, comes so that's what and he pricks our heart to let us know because how would you I mean think about it Lisa if you did something to me and you and you you um you know it it it, it hurt my feelings um it was offensive or whatever. And you didn't mean it that way. That's how it came across. Or maybe you did. Um, if I don't say anything to you, you won't know. Right? If I don't, if I don't, or you saw me doing something and I thought it was the right thing to do, and you're like, oh, no, Ken, you don't do that. You're taking that medication incorrectly. You need to do it this way. But Lisa, I've been taking it like this for the last three years. Right? But here's why you don't want to do it like that, blah, 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 blah. Now you've corrected me. Well, I could feel some kind of way about it. Man, all this time. All this, you mean all this time I've been doing it like this when I could have been doing that and I would have had a different result? Why would I do that? Why would that doctor tell me or why would that medical professional tell me that I, I did it like, I just can't believe all it. And then I start telling other people, do you know that boop, 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 completely overlooking that you told me something that's life-saving, life-changing. Oh, I'm dwelling yeah. on what I didn't do. That's what we do, mm-hmm. guys. When all the Holy Spirit is wanting to do is to correct us so that we can move past that. And even in in many instances, use that as an example to other people of this is what I used to do. But then I learned, like Lisa just did. We are, my goodness. Thank you for that. All right. That's my beautiful queen. Oh, yes. It's kindness. And I just want all that. He said, you know what, sometimes I have to spill my tea because I've been set free, and I want somebody else to as well. Mm. Mm. That was good. That's what spilling the tea will do. You know, sometimes you have to expose the things you've been through, and when you can get past that condemnation, you know, you feel comfortable and know that it's God that brought you from there, you know. So, hey, I'm spilling the tea because I'm set free. Yes, I like that. I like that. Okay, Can guys, I add well, one I other some, oh, yeah, ingredient yeah, yeah, to the pot? So many um, great uh, comments um, and so much. Um, I've just heard so many good things. But anyway, I just want to add, I'm sorry, I just walked into the gym. But um, rest, making sure that we get rest so that we can hear. Because sometimes some, so many things are swirling and we're dealing with, um, you know, um, being, um, you know, trying to hear from God. Um, knowing the things that we should do, but we're just too busy to hear, to get clarity that he is not um, condemning us. And so when we're staring at problems and we don't just slow down and and focus on him, I just want to add that. Just I just kept hearing also rest. Make sure we, that we get mm. rest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Rest, rest restores our soul. <laughs> rest will restore our soul. Give us the peace that we need. Listen, I, I I know this was helpful to somebody today. I know it was more than Yolandra. Um, and so I want you to take what you got. This might be a, a one that you listen to again, uh, so that you can you can get something else out of it. You know, when I when a word 
pricks my heart. Um, it does something to me. It moves me. I will listen to it repeatedly. I'll go back and I'll take notes and I'll, and I'll stop and I'll meditate on certain, and I'll literally have a conversation <laughs> with myself. Now, you know, but I, I literally will do that. And so uh, not just for this declaration, but any of the declarations that, or anything that you hear that it, it was life-changing, where you had a God moment, not just an aha moment, you had a God moment, um, that's one of the tools that I incorporate. I will listen to it over and over and over. That's the beauty of um, live, uh, of um, recorded events of streaming. Um, it, it really does. We don't just um, hear the message that one time, you know, how you used to be on Sunday morning. You hear that message and you take as many notes as you can, but taking notes can be distracting. Like you, because you're so focused on, well, for me, they can be, um, but the live streaming today or, or recording messages today allow us to go back and eat on the word, to feast on the word, to mull it over, to meditate on it, to think about it, uh, to find supporting text to it that as it relates to us. So anyway, um, today is Thursday. The women's call is tonight. Lisa uh uh, Porter leads that call, and um, they're doing. She's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, relationships are being built. Women are being helped. I want to invite you. I believe the call is at 6 p.m. And if you are not able to make the call on tonight, same exact number. If you're not able to make the call tonight, you know you can come back tomorrow. One of the bros will be sharing tomorrow because it's Men's Day. Um, and uh, if not. You're not able to make it. Listen, we'll see you on Monday. Next week, we will be hearing the conclusion, I believe, of the whole matter as we are winding down to the end of February. Before we go, uh, I want to pray for a young lady that was just in a terrible car accident. Um, and then we're going to release the God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Kalita to you. Uh, and those that were involved in the accident, we thank you and praise you, Father, that um, even though she was in this, this accident, that you are in control. I thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't see it, but there's purpose even behind this accident. So I thank you that you are, uh, you've extended her life, and those that, are, uh, that may have been involved in the accident, declare in the name of Jesus your healing. Thank you for your protection in advance. Thank you for the miraculous testimony that she's going to share. Thank you that you comfort her heart. Thank you that you comfort the heart of her husband, of her children, of her mom, of her siblings as they go to her aid. We thank you, Lord Jesus, and, and praise you for the victor, victorious or the victorious prayer, praise report that we'll hear uh, about how you delivered her. And we give your name, praise, glory, and honor. Now, Lord, I thank you and praise you that the words that were shared this morning that came straight from heaven to your people, uh, thank you that they were impactful. Thank you that they are changing lives as they speak. Thank you that those that go back and listen to the playback, um, Lord Jesus, that they will uh, they will be delivered from condemnation. Condemnation has no place in our lives. Condemnation will no longer rule us. Condemnation is cursed, and we will no longer accept it as part of our norm. We thank you and praise you for the spirit of truth that reveals the mysteries of God's word to us. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you bless us throughout this day. Thank you that the muggers and the robbers completely miss us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you protect us as we go and as we come. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you do for us. Thank you for your protection and your provision and just for how much you love us, that you give us these things each and every month that take us higher. Thank you that we are established in your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Love y'all. Have a great day. Amen. Love Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you for telling you, God. We bless her. We thank you for her leadership. We bless her. Thank you, God. Thank you for Tanya. Amen. 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 Amen.